rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperFlex.com. BWB, what's up? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, I know. Welcome to the February 8th edition of One Nation Radio. I am joined today by James. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. And our guest, young boy Josh Smith, who is going through a gimmick change. What's up, guys? I'm glad to be here. And he's live. I am. I'm live. You're going to actually be able to hear me this time. Man, I, I can I could hear you last time. Well, I was showing my, my girlfriend like the show. Cause she, wanted to, she wanted to hear it. And then uh, she's like, why can't I hear you? And I was like, oh, it's my cell phone, you know. Hmm. Well, um, she won't have those problems this time. So, uh, yeah, uh, we've got Elimination Chamber coming up this Sunday. We were just uh, talking about off-air Jim Cornette and his many rants and all that. Josh, you had a question for us about the name of the podcast. I wanted, wanted to actually get into that a little bit. Yeah, so I've been on this show quite a few times now over the years, and yeah. I've never asked, why is this show called One Nation Radio? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you want to take it, James? Do I have to? Sure. All right. Um, okay. So you're aware about like all the stuff they say about like Rihanna and Kim Kardashian and Jay Z and Kanye and Beyonce about them being in the Illuminati, right? Well, they are. Don't work right now. <laughs> like, we, were, we, were, we were talking about somebody that's in our that's in. We, the funniest part is we were just talking about somebody that's, that's that that's a part of the Rusty Square Circle that you feel like is work, is doing a gimmick where he's working people, right? And we were like, well, what fucking civilian in his right mind is doing anything to work other than like to be a troll from here to, here and there? And then Josh, what's he do? He he, 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 gets, he, he wants to get his he shit. In. He wants to get his shit in. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I'm woke. Um, <laughs> wow. So, that's not what that means. But anyway, continue going. So, um, they always talk about like how they were in uh, those guys, the, that that collaborative of people are all in the clique, are all in the Illuminati for one reason or another. And then it always just seems so far fetched and ridiculous. Like, okay, so the, the, the secret society that, that rules the world. What's the reptilians? Like, like the secret society of people that, that rule the world. They're decide to add in fucking rappers and, right. and and fashionistas and whatever. Black people. Yeah, it's, yeah, that too. But whatever. It, it, well, moving on. So uh, we were always joking about that, about like the you know all seeing eye thing or whatever. So, um, what, uh, Rick Ross had made a song called BMF, and at the end, uh, in the hook, he says, One Nation Under God. Oh, yeah. And then, like, from there, we're like, we just kept saying, like, because Rick One Ross. Nation. Once, Rick Ross <laughs> once Rick Ross, like, started getting hot, hot like, on, on the mainstream rap scene, because he was hanging out with Jay-Z, people were like, well, they, you know, that means that he's now on the Illuminati. So, then he started saying One Nation, we're like, see? Um, we'll keep one eye, keep one eye open like CBS. Yeah. So then from there, it, it caught on to a thing to where 
some of us decided to call our, our little group of, of, of friends, of close friends, uh, One Nation or whatever. Yeah. So then me and Rich started this podcast up and we decided to call it One Nation Radio. That's pretty and, much it. And that's, that's this whole story. Yep. It just, it's like fake Illuminati. It's fake Illuminati. Fake Illuminati. Yes. Yeah. Mock Illuminati. You know, because we're trying to get, you know, invite invitations to that Illuminati because usually. Maybe you are. I'm not. You know, I'm good. You know, I, I, don't, I don't need it in my life. You know, we'll be extra paid, you know, in that sense. Yeah. So, um, this Sunday we got the Illumination Chamber coming up. Uh, we're going to have three women's matches on the card, yeah. which is. Um, Unprecedented, maybe a first. Not uh, sure. Yeah, there's no pre-show, is there? Not that I heard of. I'm trying to think. Unless that. they throw all the tag teams in a clusterfuck. No, there. No, there is a. No, they're going to have a whatever a championship Gauntlet. scramble match or some bullshit. But oh, okay. yeah, like that's the tag team geek match. That match is on the main card. That's not a. That's not a pre-show match. Right. Uh, we've got our elimination chamber. Match which features the WWE champion John Cena defending against AJ Styles, uh, Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Who else is in the match? Ambrose, The Miz, and Bray Wyatt. Ah, those those three guys. Um, yeah, you know the guy. One of those guys is going to be champion on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I, I guess we can start there. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, it, it looks like it, his time may finally come. Um, I wrote in our shoot Saturday last week. If Bray Wyatt doesn't take the next step forward this year, he's never going to take it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Wyatt, what he's done thus far, and them potentially putting a title on him? It, does, it, does it feel like kind of just out of left field? Like, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Josh, we'll start with you. Um, <clears throat> you know, so I, I guess back in 2013 when the, the Wyatts first made their debut, uh before they really screwed things up at SummerSlam that year. I um, I was really excited about the gimmick. I was excited about the first entrances that they made and, you know, how cryptic it was and just the gimmick. And then it seemed like ever since that time, it's been blunder after blunder after blunder, you know, with this guy's character and with the team and the stagnation of it. Will you describe what you want to? Can you describe the, some of the blunders in your mind? Yeah, absolutely. I thought that the the Daniel Bryan storyline sucked. Um, <laughs> you know, some some of the uh, the the two feuds with Undertaker, the one where Undertaker wasn't didn't show up at all until WrestleMania. <laughs> the second one where they took him away, but like you don't know why. The Kane storyline. Uh, he, he stole his powers too. Yeah, he stole his powers, but we haven't seen the powers come back since that time. Let's just take it. Took him back at Survivor Series. I guess so. Yeah, I guess via so. pinning somebody <laughs> else. Why? Yeah. <laughs> the um the John Cena feud where yeah he won the first match but he kind of I mean they did have that awesome last man standing match but overall it was it wasn't a good feud you know what I mean and then uh, Wait, did Bray Wyatt win the first match? I think he didn't. He beat him at WrestleMania. No, Cena won that match, right? Okay, and then, he beat no, him in the cage in match. in that terrible cage match with the stupid kid right. with the terrible voice thing, and that's ridiculous. That's the whole world and, in his hands. And I'm even thinking I'm, back, like he had the he had the feud with. Um, and then he lost. And then the second match he lost was or the third match in that feud he lost his last match match, which was the best match that. It's like probably his second or third best match since he's been on the main roster. He had the terrible feud. to have a bad last man standing match. He had the terrible feud with Jericho. He had the terrible feud with uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. He had a terrible feud, he had a terrible feud with Roman Reigns. With Roman Reigns. And, and what sucked. Yeah, he, he was having a terrible feud with Randy Orton until they decided to put Randy Orton in the squad. 
And and so that's one thing that bothers me about this whole. I don't, I'm not trying to be negative because I actually am somewhat excited about the prospect of them wrestling. I think that they have done a decent job with with the prospect that Randy Orton's going to turn or whatever. That's kind of cool. But I mean, we saw these guys headline. What what pay per view was that earlier this past year? No mercy. They headlined no mercy. But they only but they only headlined it because they put the triple threat match to be right the, the, to not be in. Uh, basically uh, overshadowed by the presidential um, debate, yeah, but I don't. Debate, I don't remember yeah. anybody like online popping off being excited about that that matchup happening. I don't remember no. it being very good. Yeah, you know. So we're, we're about to have Randy Orton be the conquering hero, babyface, going into WrestleMania. Um, it's 2017. How is this still happening? With all this talent that WWE supposedly has, uh, they they clear it out. Is this just has to be an elaborate thank you to Orton, or or is it some type of lifetime achievement award? Like I don't know. Like, I mean, you could also look at it as all right. Like who's getting bigger babyface reactions than him on SmackDown? AJ Styles and John Cena. Yeah. So he's number three guy in theory. Maybe no, number three maybe, guy can maybe, get a title shot. But maybe Miz and Dean Ambrose are both getting bigger. They're not. You don't think so? Hell no. Not like baby face reaction? No, no, no not better than Orton. Nope. I don't buy Ambrose. Even while he's been a heel for, for months. Like, I think Ambrose is much better suited in the mid-card to upper mid-card. No. Then when, once he gets he, that pressure, it just doesn't. He, he's good at, well, I don't think you gave him a fair shot yet. I mean. I don't, well, I agree well, with I will say, well, What I will say is this. He is a guy that is um, demonstrated to be good as a mid-card guy, and he's also been and towards the top of the card. And he's also been shown to to do really well to be really popular when he's in the main event. Not necessarily Basically. not necessarily being the main event, but being in the main event. Right. So, I mean, time will tell, and that's still a valuable position. Of like, you know, anytime something goes down, injury, or we need to switch things up, or break at the top of the card. We just insert this guy for a month or two, and we're good. Um, but back to uh, Wyatt, I mean, you know, we talk about this, you know, almost ad nauseum with him. It's just like, dude, like, start having, like, compelling <laughs> feuds on TV, and, like, maybe then I can turn around on this. Like, I can understand that people say, well, you know, how can he have good, you know, how can he be this – popular or or get anything going if he's losing feuds, but I mean you can lose a lot and still be compelling. I mean Dolph Ziggler managed to do that at, for years now. At, at different points. I mean he eats losses. Yeah. Like he's like right. he doesn't lose like like I mean Bray Wyatt doesn't lose like Dolph Ziggler, but it's just and then you see and then you mentioned the stagnation, it's like okay, like since the Abigail thing never followed through with like it's it's all it's just a bunch of like Direct. Why, there's why no, there's no, it's a bunch of like it's a There's bunch no of, clear direction. It's a bunch of stuff that gets brought out. Like it's meant to be like in the future. Like so, this is supposed to happen. That's supposed to be for. And now and we look back at time. That's supposed to be foreshadowing. And then like it never comes to fruition. Right. Stuff. It's like and, all right. And well, have, this you, is have you guys seen him on like Talking Smack and things like that? Don't they turn off the lights? Something he's on Talking Smack. Mm, I hadn't seen that. But. I saw him on Talking Smack one time with Warden and, and, and Harper. And it was like and they basically, the they basically like, did it. He basically showed up, and all of a sudden they did the whole the whole thing, and the lights were off, and it was just them. Gotcha. And, they, and I was like, okay, so 
So I've seen him on there, and I mean, he's pretty compelling. I think that he... He's a great talker. I think he's a great talker. I think he's a smarter guy than we give him credit for. I think he actually is just... I think the fact that he is where he is today is a testament to his persistence because they clearly haven't booked him or written well for him his entire run, you know? And he has had to, even though he's the same character, kind of, he's sort of had to keep himself in, in the mind's eye of, like, the fans and the show because so many times these part-timers have been in the forefront and, you know, he's taken losses from all the major guys, just like you said. Um, and the fact that he's still here, you know, kind of speaks to what he's accomplished. Yeah. I will say this, though. One thing they also have helped him out with is, like, he's been around for four years, but, like, they take him off TV from time to time and they try to... Try to they, bring him back fresh or bring him back fresh or whatever, and then he comes back fresh, and like, oh, that's not fresh. He's just doing the same shit he's always done, except, like, he's been <laughs> gone for a month or two. And, and it's hard to be a gimmick worker the way that he is in 2017. That's true. That's absolutely true, but... I don't know, like, and it, I just wish, like, there, it, there's, like, at, at some point, like, when's the tip point where you're like, all right, well, like, we always, well, we say, all right, well, he needs to win, and then he wins, and then he needs, like, you know, this or that, and then we hand him something, and then, or not we, but they give him, give him something, and, like, at what point does, like, dude, you never have any good, you rarely, if ever, ever have good matches on pay-per-view, like, when yeah. does that become a thing? Yeah. Like if this, like if he, if he had the kind of track record on pay per view that um, if Brady or, or sorry, Roman Reigns had the kind of like track record that Bray Wyatt has on pay per view, like he would, like he would be more hated than he already is. The only Bray Wyatt matches yeah. that jump out in my mind are the the Shield feud. Yeah. No, no solo matches. Not even don't even do that. Just solo matches. Well, I was just gonna say because there's only two matches to name. It's the Daniel Bryan match. There are three. Oh really? I see. In my mind, I can. Only I went through them. I went through it like tr- with a fine tooth comb. The other, or like a week ago. What What other matches were good? Okay, there's the there's the Royal Rumble match with Bra- Daniel Bryan in 2014. There is the 2014 Last Man Standing match with Cena, and then oh, there yeah. is the Hell in the Cell match with Reigns in 2015. And that's funny. Those all feel like a really long time ago. I just well, mentioned that Last Man now. Standing match yeah. earlier, and I forgot about it already. But yeah, but yeah, and even that Hell in the Cell match is not that. Nothing. Like it's not a classic. It's just really, it's just really good. Yeah. So who else we got in a match? We got Baron Corbin, um, who scored uh, the biggest victory, unquestionably, of his career by pinning uh, AJ Styles in a fatal four-way with the Miz and Dean Ambrose in it. Yeah. Um, when I saw AJ Styles get pinned, I I really was like, wow, they just would really just want to piss all of us off <laughs> by having this happen. Um, Corbin rolls in with the Dark Horse title. Um, like he's, he's quote unquote, you know, the, the guy no one's talking about to, to win, except, you know, their commentary who has literally touted him as a future world champion since the moment he showed up. Um, what do you guys make of Baron Corbin's uh, progression thus far? How far does he have to go? And, uh, after this match, assuming he doesn't win the championship, what are his prospects right now? Well, I'll start off and say this. He's not good. <laughs> he's he's not good. But I think there's some folks in the in the wrestling score so group that are willing to argue with us on this. Okay, and why they'd well, be wrong, but well, you know. Okay, but here's the other side of it because I like to play both sides. He has progressed. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people don't like his look. I think that he does have a good look. For some reason, he kind of does remind me of a young uh, Kevin Nash, 
and I could potentially one day, maybe if he keeps progressing, uh, see him as world champion. The Rock wasn't good when he first started wrestling either, if, if we're just blunt about it. And he grew into being a you know a really good worker. Uh, his as much as um, his promos haven't been that great on SmackDown. I think his promos are worse than his wrestling. His promos are bad. His promos on Talking Smack are good. Are very good. Are really good. He can talk. I just don't think he can talk scripted. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think that's what's... The WWE me. language. See, right. now the issue that I have is, okay, if that is the case, then why, like, I mean, maybe, you know, this is a daunting task, but like, even, okay, if you, Rich, if you were going, let's say you're a wrestler. And I'm not doing any jobs, And you had to do... Rich will have jobs to no man. You know, that's a whole gimmick, you know. Go ahead, James. Can I get to my, my point or, or no? Or y'all just want to... Uh, here's the thing. Before you get to your point, I'll job, but I'm taking no bumps. <laughs> you going to do lay down? Yeah. I'll just take like a like a uh, roll up. a chair shot or a roll up or brass knuckles and then I'll get pinned. But I'm not gonna take a bump. You're better than Roman Reigns. He kicks out of brass knuckle shots, but he bumped at least. <laughs> I'll just fall over. Anyway, never mind. This shit. Fuck what y'all talking yeah. about. So that, yeah, so I was saying, Rich, it, it, let's say you were a a wrestler and you were uh, trying to get yourself over. On commentary, yeah, and you have to do that with the Miz also in commentary, and he's trying to get himself over as well for the same match that you guys are going to both compete in. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think he would sound anything like how Corbin sounded? Because Corbin, was, like, I understand you say you know the whole thing about on Talking Smack, he sounds like he actually has something there, but like, if that's the case, then where the hell was it when there was no script? All he had to do was get himself over. Yeah, he's no Titus O'Neil in that re- re- uh, retrospect, but or that respect. Um, Why is Titus O'Neil good on? He's awesome on commentary. Like he, like he basically just buries JBL. <laughs> yeah, he used to like eat JBL and, and Lawler up. Yes. Like, and JBL's so bad. Yeah, uh, I used to really like JBL. Like I mean, like blindsided caught JBL. Like JBL was like, oh, I did not expect this. <laughs> like, like, oh shit! Like, I mean, oh, this man riding off on me. Yep. So what were you saying, Rich, though? He's he's not Titus O'Neil, but... Yeah, he's not Titus O'Neil, but, like, Corbin, he's a work in progress. Um, I'm glad he started wearing the shirts. You know, him shirtless, just something man. Like, either he's too skinny or there's something... He's got with, a long torso. Yeah, no, there's the, something the situation right. is he used to be an offensive... Or was he offensive lineman, right? Yeah. yeah. He used to be offensive lineman, so that means he used to have to, like, eat a whole bunch. He used to... He was big. He, he used to have to, like, scarf down a... Thousands and thousands of pounds of calories every single day to keep that weight up, mm-hmm. and then when he went and lost the weight, he has the stretched out skin, so he can't, right. so he doesn't have the, so he looks skinny right. fat. So that, that's why I think the, the whole shirt deal works for him. So um, did Kevin Nash play football? He played, no, basketball. He played basketball. basketball. He played basketball. Yeah, right. um, just, he reminds me of him. I don't know why. Tall and white. Yeah. <laughs> Tall and white with long hair. That is why. Uh, except like you know, movie, except his, except his Kevin movie. Nash still hairline still, yeah, still strong, strong right still now. super strong. And then like you go back and look at some of those outside of like t-shirts, bro, and pictures. And that man had the most glorious I like, that like man, no, that man has some some of the most glorious locks you'll ever see in, in this side of wrestling ever. Yeah, um, beautiful. <laughs> like, every day, you know, like, I think 
you know, for us all not being Baron Corbin fans, we should like wake up every day and thank God he doesn't have a head full of hair, or else he might already be world champion. So. Uh-huh. I, feel, I feel like, okay, I wake so... I up, I get down on my knees, and I thank the Lord. Like, yes. he, like, he's in this weird spot where, like, okay, if he was in NXT, like, yeah, he'd be so, like, given his height, like, he would still look like a gigantic, like, a giant killer, right? But he's on the main roster, and he's 6'7". Like, when you got Braun Strowman, or not, not Braun Strowman, but if you got, like, Luke Harper walking by you every single week, you don't like no superstar, you like... right. You got Randy Orton, and you're only 200 tall than Randy Orton, and Randy Orton not look like some giant, like, no one's, like, giving you no second thought about, oh, this guy's this guy's huge. Yeah, yeah and, and on SmackDown, like, they, they tried to get cute and sneak it in there with, uh, with, with having AJ say, or someone say, like, Corbin was damn near seven feet tall. I'm like, no, no. the fuck, he's not. He's like, seven foot tall, like, he's seven foot tall the same way that Braun Strowman is seven foot tall, which is, like, or even Big Cass, like, nah, bro, you like six, seven. You know, it's, it's funny for as much as people... How it's the uh, the company narrative that oh we've changed you know now it's you, you it doesn't matter how big you are you can make it it's bullshit yeah I don't I don't think since like oh three oh four they've had this many big guys on the roster ever like it's been a while and, and the, they and all the, get and, featured and like the crazy part about it is like the most, rumble and the crazy yeah. part about it that like really gets me about the whole like the big man thing is like the most talented big dude they have. Luke Harper. They don't want to. They don't want to do shit with him. Right. I'm telling you, bro. He needs to show up with a haircut one week, some regular wrestling trunks, and then just just get the big push. No, like, what, what he needs to do is get cut, go to Japan, bring back the Brody Lee character. And then, oh my gosh, that may be so awesome in New Japan. Oh my god. I, okay, seriously, amongst his new class of guys, I mean, Corbin is probably the second best big dude they have. This young, but. Like he's just to me, he's just a mediocre wrestler. Like he's fine. I wouldn't say he's bad. I wouldn't say, but I wouldn't say he's good either. Like I'll take him over Cass. Like he's tall, exactly. Like he's tall. Like he's he's tall, and he has a eh body. But he's not like. But at the same time, like he's not a stiff. He doesn't look like he's more polished than Cass is by a mile. I think there's upside. I think like like Rich said, he is a work in progress. He was way worse on NXT. Like yeah, they were doing like twenty second matches with him before to, to keep him hidden. But before he left NXT, like to now, mm-hmm. like this is pretty much where he's at. Like he hasn't right. gotten better than like his last couple like mm-hmm. takeovers. I think the last. And when no. he fought Joe, like this, like that's about as good as he still is. Mm-hmm. I would disagree. I would say he's had better showings than like even the last couple. Like, when they make him to be out to be when he's a, the quote unquote big man in the match, and he's right. working with AJ. Yeah, sure. And also, he, he wrestled sure. Kalisto for a couple months, who made him look like a killer. Yeah, that too. I mean, I don't see him ever having great matches with big guys, but I think if, if he works with the, <laughs> if he works with those young guys who can bump for him and make him look good, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a place. I thought the Cena match was oh, really oh. bad that he had yes. a couple weeks ago, and they just beat him like he wasn't nothing. So yeah. it's like, okay, I so thought, two weeks ago you just beat this, you beat this dude like he wasn't shit, and then, then you have the guy. That, it, it made no sense. And also, the part that makes sense to me is like, okay, so you have this guy who best case scenario. If you actually hope to have a real feature for him, the best case scenario is this guy turns into after by by like by the the Tuesday show after WrestleMania, that guy is your third heel, fourth or third. Best case scenario. When you say yeah. third, third or fourth. I mean, he's still behind the Miz, right? He's still behind AJ. 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 He's still behind Wyatt. Bray. Bray. Yeah. So, but let's say you turn AJ heel. So or face. Yeah. Or face. I'm sorry. So. That means that guy is your is now your 
third guy at Hill. Ziggler's and he was picking up steam, so but we'll I, see. I think he, like I said, they would still want him to be a friend ahead of Ziggler, right? So he to get him heat as a heel, you have him beat your number one heel. It what? Is, yeah. What? What? Yeah. I would I would have much rather not, be pinned Ambrose. Not be not be your IC champion, a guy that uh, they could start a program with. Your, your number two <laughs> babyface, your 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 secondary champion, uh, as in the face, or be your comedy heel. It, it makes me think no Styles is turning face by him losing. Like maybe, that. maybe, but if not, it was stupid. Uh, even, not something that, even if it's not true, even if that even if that is case. Unless it happens that same night, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no one's going to remember that. we be like, wait, AJ Lavos, that's weird. Okay. All right. Um, picks for the Chamber. I think we're all going to go with Wyatt, you know, this whole... Because we know, thing. We we know the finish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know... Yeah. I'll go with John Cena just to see if you fuck, just so you see if you can fuck everything up. Yeah, take the late, take the other money. But I, I, moving on to the hottest feud in WWE: Nikki Bella versus Natalya. <laughs> Man, it is the match I'm most excited for. Yes, by far. Oh they are going to beat the shit out of each other. Is it a specialty match or no? It's not. There's but, no step. Yeah, oh, there's wait, no step. This is one of three women's contests. Oh yeah. Um, they had the interview this week with split screens and Natalia basically got on there and, you know, Nikki called her a crazy cat lady. Um, <laughs> Natalia told Nikki she could basically have John Cena if she wanted to. Yes. And, and John really might want me, you know, if I wasn't married and, you know, I don't know how much really? y'all have seen women fight each other, but those, those are real fighting words right there. James, what did you make of this whole thing? And Nick like, Bell ended up jumping by the end of the night. Yes, yeah, so they're my favorite thing. They would be my favorite thing on SmackDown. Like, they would be my favorite thing, like, on all of WWE television, like, for, like, a month now. I don't know why it's so entertaining to oh, watch them beat up, like, them fight each other. <laughs> Especially, like, Nikki Bella keep getting her ass whooped every single time. Like, she... Like every time there is a camera pointing at Nikki Bella, or any time she is in a, uh, a sports arena, she is now she is then officially in the jump zone. So <laughs> the what zone? The jump zone. Would you like to explain the jump zone, James? The jump. I mean, it's, it's not it's not too different than like that than the danger zone that Macho Man was talking about. Got like, you. Like, anytime, Got you. Like anytime you are, she's in danger. Like she better keep her head on the swivel. She needs security guard or something. Like it's any one time Carmella or or Natalya will come out. And, and, and just beat the hell out of nowhere. They, they need just, to get Nikki Bella a bodyguard. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like that, a heater. Look, ever since baby face, look, she needs a heater. Look, ever since her <laughs> sister ain't there no more, I think people like realize. All right, well, one's out the way. If she ain't got no protection, so, I'm gonna run up on her and, now. And, and, and the thing that's so funny about it is, like, you would think that somebody that's that's on the TV show, where like she basically is, you know, kind of like treated bad treated badly at points by, like, the number one baby face in the company to help garner so much sympathy. And then, like, she's married. And at the same time, she's also, like, in a serious relationship with the number one leader of the Make-A-Wish, of Make-A-Wish stuff, right? Like, he, like, no one's done more Make-A-Wish business than John Cena. And on the other end, you look at um, her, her, her uh, brother-in-law is, like, the most beloved baby face of this millennium. And like she keeps coming out here, she's getting attacked from behind, 
and ran up on and, and stole first and not, never catch a fair one. And bro, no one, she gets not a single drop of sympathy. Like nobody, <laughs> like nobody, like you, you mentioned this. I said to see, no one has ever gotten less sympathy for getting beat up this much than, than Nikki Bella ever. Like, and you said Roman Reigns. I was like, but bro, like, Roman Reigns didn't come back from a career-threatening neck injury in a year. Like, she, she, she yeah. like, bro, she's an inspirational story. Like, never mind that shit. Just get drugged. Yeah, but, uh, again, I don't know if you guys remember, they didn't bring her in as a face when they did that, which was idiotic. Remember she made her return and she was on the heel team, I think it was Survivor Series? That yeah, was, at SummerSlam. Or SummerSlam. Yeah, Slam, she was on the heel team. And then she turned face, like, the next day. Right. But one thing, uh... That I was gonna say is her getting jumped all the time, like in all these different places and stuff. It kind of reminds me of the uh, the twenty four seven rule for the hardcore time. It's <laughs> <laughs> on at any See, time. See, I'm not even to say it's almost like the Green Ace of Ham shit. Like I'll drag your ass on a on a train or a plane, uh, <laughs> or like when uh, or like when Stone Cold like beat up Booker T at the supermarket. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. Check price on the jackass. Yeah. Check price on the jackass. Jump. But um. um. Yeah, I, I, who, do, who do we have as a winner on this this match? I, I think uh, Nikki's going to win because they... It's pretty much no, on its course. I'm going to say that. I'm rooting for Natalia. I'm rooting for Natalia as well. Natalia, I want to ask. Look, you can't, it's very rare that you see a heel get to talk that much kind of, that kind of shit and then also win. So I'll rock anytime it's like that. Yeah, I'll root for, I'll root for Natalia right now. Yeah, for, why not? You know what? It re- and I don't know if... It'll continue to feud. I don't know if WWE is going to pay it off right, but you know, there are certain matches, if you go back into the history of wrestling, you go back to like the 80s, uh, Mid-South, some of these like great booked territories, there are certain matches that if you watched it in a vacuum today, uh, you wouldn't think it was that good, mm-hmm. um, but because of similar booking to this storyline right here with Natalia and Nikki Bella, where there's so much built into it, like the guy, like the Bayface got to get their come up at some point. Right. I don't know if WWE is going to do it right or not, but it just reminds me of that. Like the way it's built up, like it doesn't have to be a great match. It just has to be a heat filled match. Like, where it, it's it real doesn't fight. need to be any longer than 10 minutes. Like, yeah, they could do like a 10 minute, just freaking fight. And like, I'll be so happy because yeah. it, it'll be like mid South 85, they 84 up in the crowd. They might as well do a smalls. We're like, Nikki or like like no finish like yeah like somebody Nasty runs start. up like yeah like Natty runs up on Nikki on the way to the ring and they just brawl in the, in the crowd knowing that they have a small like but it, it's kind of like are they going to continue this to WrestleMania? I don't know. Who knows? Who I knows? mean, okay, all given, the women on SmackDown are threat. I guess they could finish it on cut. SmackDown. Well, well, given how many weeks there are between this pay per view and uh, WrestleMania, I'm assuming like they're basically going to have a a huge pay per view or a huge basically. Pay per view show on SmackDown, on SmackDown, like yeah. somewhere in March, and they'll have that match on the card. Because there's no other pay per views for the SmackDown right, right after this, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, so I'm going to go with Natalia as well. I think that she'll probably uh, screw her somehow. Because if Nikki wins, then it's over. I don't want it to be over. Or yeah, I could keep actually, going. I could see it easily go into a, uh, a no finish, just like they did in the past. All right, love uh, no finishes. Moving uh, forward, we have the women's championship match uh, between Alexa Bliss and Naomi, which is somehow the third most interesting match out of all the women uh, on here. Uh, So, um, like Becky, like Becky, Mickey, Nat, and Nikki are all bigger than the belt. (laughs) All of them. Yeah. Uh, And Naomi gets the the random shot at the belt. Um, Naomi proved herself uh, as a as a competent talker once again, and Naomi's had the juice on the mic ever since she was a heel. 
yeah. is this Naomi's time? No. Will they will they finally do the right thing like they were supposed to do the month before WrestleMania 30? No. no. And give her the belt. I don't know if it's the right thing here though, but I mean, I agree. I I'm I love Naomi and I I've always liked her. In fact, I've liked her since uh what opened my eyes to her? I think what she had a match with Eve Torres. Yes. On yes. Yep. And she was awesome. Yep. Yeah. And that's when I was like, "Oh, Naomi can actually work." But uh so she should already had a title a long time ago, but this I don't think this is the right time. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do the switch right right before WrestleMania with her. Um, Alexa Bliss has also demonstrated uh, a great ability to play her character. Um, Except for when she's breaking kayfabe and ruining the business. Yes, exposing the business by crying um, <laughs> on, on Talking Smack, but we'll, we'll leave that out. Who's crying on Talking Smack? Alexa Bliss, Bliss. After she won the title, she like, she was, like, she, all happy. and She cried know. about her parents being there. It's the first time they ever saw her wrestle. And she like was like, I'm so and then exposing the business, James. And then she and then she shifted gears and was like a heel character right after. Right that. after, <laughs> like with tear with a tear in her eye, you know, as Flair would say. This is the greatest. Yeah. So we good for her. She's like she's okay. I understand that they 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 basically pulled um, Becky from Alexa Bliss with the whole uh, Dora Mickey thing. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like. You, like I'm still gonna remember how Alexa won uh, that that tables match. She was like she she caught like her slipping. On, she caught her she caught her slipping on a, on a freaking uh, apron and then power bombed her through. Like it, like to me like it's barely any different from um, the Extreme Rules match 2012 with Big Show and Cody Rhodes. Cody, Cody Rhodes where Big Show's going trying to walk over the top step it. and he drop kicks the foot and the foot goes through the table. Like oh you caught him slipping. That's not. Like, what do you, okay, cool. Where you, where you gotta have a real match if she was your ass? Or when uh, Sheamus pushed John Cena off of the top rope and he fell through the table. Yep. And that's how Sheamus won his first world title. Yeah, like, that's are you ridiculous. for real? That's ridiculous. Let's uh, <laughs> listen to the like, like, yeah, I didn't job, job out to you. I dropped onto a table. That's bullshit. Uh, I, I think Alexa Bliss, Bliss is gonna retain here. Uh, and, you know, maybe she'll be fodder for Nikki Bella at some point, but we'll see. Um, I think she's, I think they're gonna set put like they're gonna have a multi woman match at WrestleMania and she's gonna lose her belt. I mean, I don't know the who, but like, I mean, she's to me she is like the 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 fifth most important person in the women's division right now. SmackDown, she's a champion. Naomi beat her clean so many times already that there's no way they're gonna do it for the title. Right? They just they just yeah. they did that to make her like a real right. challenge to the belt, which means of course she's gonna lose. Uh, we've got Becky Lynch and Mickey James, who, you know, Mickey James came back um, after um, this is her first pay per view match uh, that is going to get extended time as a solo spot. Uh, she, As we know, she had the good match with Asuka in NXT, mm-hmm. starting with Becky Lynch. Could we be looking at a show stealer in this match? Amongst the women's division? I mean, amongst I expect, the card. I- could be, but I fully expect I don't it to think be the so. best match on the, on the um, amongst all the women matches. I would love for it to be that, but I just have this feeling because of where it's placed on the card and how uh, like how much time they'll probably get. I just don't expect it to be like that Oscar Mickey James match. Mm-hmm. I wish it was. I just don't think it will be. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, some one of these ma- okay, so well. A third match has to get some time. Right. Like, the Lemonade Chamber is going to be, what, 45 at, at least minutes. 45 minutes. So, I mean, I don't really think, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I mean, how, how long do you really think that Orton and White is going to go? Or, oh, or, never mind, the freaking gimmick tag match is yep, going to get time. gimmick tag That's, match. Fuck. Well, no, they've got, uh, 
I was just looking at the card. They have seven cards. They have seven matches. Yeah. yeah. And Wharton's fighting Harper. Right. Yeah, that's so that's going to get time. How much? Though? Like 15 I, I minutes? I think that's going to get less than that. I, I think we're looking at like a nine-minute match in that. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't think that match is going to be like ultimately okay. like, going to last that long. Yeah. You guys are probably right. Beck. They'll probably get some time to work. I just I don't know that it'll be up to – hopefully it'll be good, but there haven't been too many singles – women's matches that weren't between I mean only the Charlotte and uh, Sasha Banks matches on the main card have been great in the last few years you know hopefully this changes that trend <clears throat> eh yeah you're, you're, you're mostly right about that yeah um let's see uh we have the tag team turmoil clusterfuck match uh I don't care who wins Smackdown tag division is a dumpster fire uh with shit in a bag that is flaming there's, on your doorstep. There's no way anybody wins that other than American Alpha. Yeah, like, it's a, I mean, no. It would be it, insane if they did. Yeah, it'd be stupid. I mean, you gave these belts when they weren't hot at all, and they're still not hot, and you think thinking they was a shotgun them, or, or you basically were just so worried about this whole Wyatt and Orton thing. And They beat Hanson and Brody, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, JBL said it. So they passed um, they passed the torch to them. Look, I tell you this right now. Um, the hands to the Brody thing. Um, I don't think they'd be losing the titles to those guys. All right, here we go. Um, yeah, American Alpha. I'm pretty sure they're going to keep the bells. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk? About? Oh, we can talk about the Ascension getting the, getting the victory on SmackDown. You know. I got two golf claps for you. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, I read some stat that they hadn't won a match in like a year. Well, they won another match on Smack on, on TV the rest of the year. No. So, I, Who knows? Maybe. I, I mean, there was a time where the Usos never won anything. Eventually, they got the, to come up or whatever. Those guys are really talented, though. Really talented. Like, those are they're a potential Hall of Famer tag team. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys are looking at me like... like Whatever, you know, Victor and Connor might come up. You don't know. <laughs> Look, they might just decide to push those boys they and, might push and beat everybody. Day. Like, you don't know. Yeah. You know. I mean, after you push them as being like the Royal Warriors. I, think, I mean, I they're mean, just as good as the Royal Warriors, so, you know. Come on. <laughs> come on. The Royal Warriors are amazing. Even I will go over the Royal Warriors. And I know, like, bro, like, what, listen to some of these, uh, like, Brian and Vinny uh, Retro's talking about WWF and uh, Raw and Nitro. Dude, the way they talk about, the way they talk about Animal trying to, like, they have Animal out here uh, getting heat right now, trying to set up hot tags for, for Hawk, and they're like, this shit is fucking awful. It always went the other way. Why yeah. are you doing it the other way? Why are you doing it this way? Uh-huh. Like, you know what's terrible? We were, I was just talking to Rich about this the other day. Growing up, I didn't know Animal was the bad one. I thought Hawk was the bad one. What? Yeah, I, I, saw, no. yeah, I always thought Hawk was the was the good one. Yes, yeah. dude. Well, the thing is, like, he, I, he didn't have his cool of hair and he didn't have his cool face paint. And like, Hawk always looked more and, Jack. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, but Animal was bigger. Right. And I just thought he was better. Like, I didn't know. All I, right, check this out. Like, I you know, know when I started watching, it was like '96, right? So, right. It, what, by that time, Animal like looked kind of like fat, yeah. stubby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I was like, he was starting a little. He was oh. starting a little more like a bigger Arn Anderson. Than anything like, a, and I mean like the wash Arn Anderson. Oh, I mean Animal definitely was not good. I mean Hawk was the one who could have 
potentially and did have a pretty decent singles run. But I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know about the business. I just thought Hawk, I thought Hawk sucked. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know about the business necessarily either. I just thought, like, bro, this dude, like, when I, get to, when I watch, like, I have I enjoy it when this guy's in the ring a, lot, a whole hell of a lot more than the other one. Yeah, but Animal came in with the hot tag, so he must be better. He's the hot tag. No! Guy. Well, that's what I thought. A hot tag? A hot tag? It's just a hot tag. I thought that the guy... I who, had no idea what a hot tag was back then. I thought then. that the guy who gets beat up for most of the, the time in the match as a tag team was the weak link of the team. In kayfabe, yes, he, he is. Yeah, and I didn't know. And then, the Enzo Amore, if and you so, will. And then when Animal would come in and wreck house, I was like, he's so much better. Why doesn't... Like, he's the better one. He should just stay in the ring, can, right? Because he, can, because he cannot get sympathy. That's why. <laughs> I didn't know, man. Speaking of things that don't get sympathy, uh, we have a two-on-one handicap match with two baby faces Explain against a heel. Shit to me, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that shit. A two-on-one handicap match and the heels a handicap? And he's not a monster heel either. Like what? Yeah, apparently, uh, you know, Dolph Ziggler just started to become the parka. Um, and, and just start beating on folks with chairs. He's and, a new chairman? Yes, he's a new chairman. He's got to be something other than a loser. But, um, yeah, he's facing Kalisto and, and Apollo Crews because he told Daniel Bryan that he could beat both Crews and Kalisto at the same time. So I have no idea what to expect. Um uh, uh, if Dolph Ziggler beats them, they're two scrubs. Uh, they need to leave the main roster. And if they win, yeah, okay, y'all two babyfaces just beat up one dude. What the fuck is wrong with these guys? Dude, okay. So, like, can we find out that, like, Ziggler did not show up and, like, he's going to be replaced by Vader? I understand Vader's not the best help, but, like, bro, please let Vader show up and just, and just, and just basically, like, pop or basically club these dudes with his forearm. Oh, please. my God. You know what sucks this about is terrible. this? Everything. These are three of the most talented guys that they got Absolutely. on the roster. Without question. Wouldn't That's just, so we just have them fight in a triple threat match? Like, this is, like, this is a, a preliminary match. Like, this is going to be the second match of the card. Watch. Uh, that's what it's listed on uh, Wikipedia. No, I mean, like, when they run out of this card, like, the opener will be, like, one of the women's matches probably. Yeah. And, or the tag match. And then the second nah. match will be this. Be like, Harper, yeah, or- Harper Orton's probably going to open. Nah. Yeah, I think this will be, like, the semi-main match. Like, number two match. Oh, yeah, I guess, you know what? I'm sorry. For some reason, I don't know why, I just thought Orton was pulling double duty. That's my bad. Oh, he is. He's going to be in the He's gonna be in the, the chamber. He's going to come out and watch or some, some shenanigans like that. Uh, but like before I, that, he has to fight the, Luke Harper. Right, right. So, like, Luke Harper, I, he doesn't get many opportunities on pay-per-view. I fully expect Luke to show his ass yep. and, and show, you know, who the best big man in the business is. You know, or one of them. Oh yeah, in 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 the in the company at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's better than Elgin or anybody else he could think of, but yeah, he. Um, I, yeah, the thing though is, Big Mike's not uh, necessarily not big, big. Not necessarily that big. Yeah. He, look, he's big when he's fighting those those, those vanilla midgets over in Japan. Yeah, no, he's definitely big. I'm not saying he's small, but I'm saying like he's not in that super heavyweight like Undertaker territory. Right, right. right. I know, but I you know whatever. Well, he, he wrestles big, he's big. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. So, but yeah, that's that match, elimination chamber That show. match might be the best match of the night, though. Better than the chamber, you think? The Orton, I don't know if the chamber's going to be good. There haven't been very many good chambers in the last few years. I don't think... But well, I think there haven't been I, but, many chambers. But I think they have... Yeah, but even the ones they, they did have when they were doing... What was, every, was the last good one? Or... There has to be a bit of good ones since at least before the Daniel Bryan uh, Santino one. 
Uh, I don't think so. No. I mean, yeah, you could argue and be like, yeah, this was like three. You know, Maybe the 2012 one, the CM Punk one. I didn't think that was that good. You didn't like that one? No. Nope. I don't remember. I mean, well, that was the same year as the Santino They're not awful. One. Yeah, never mind. You know, it's not like they're not watchable. They're just not that good. Right. So they had an elimination chamber for the World Heavyweight Belt in 2013. That was the one Jack Swagger won. Definitely not. Uh, 2014 elimination chamber. Yeah, when he pinned, that's right. He pinned Orton at the end. Yeah. yeah. And then 2014 where they good. fucked Daniel Bryan at the end. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of the elimination chamber like concept. Like I was they make it, it like it's out. this. They make it like it's this ridiculously brutal match, and it's just like it's just an elimination match. It's I don't know. There hasn't, it hasn't there hasn't been really thing. The, the part about it is they haven't fit, they haven't modified it. I make or by doing anything like really cool with it. Like the one thing we've always begged for them to do is like a team match. A team match, right? But they'll and never they do it because it's too much like WCW War Games to do it. Well, one. they did the yep. tag team one with the that New Day. Was and that, was that was awful. My God! Remember how bad they did the, the freaking yeah. end thing, the fall off thing, where Kalisa did the top, yep. where he's trying yes. to flip off or whatever. That was awful. I mean, the first the first elimination chamber match forgot, with, with Shawn Michaels is by. Are the best one they've ever had. Well, I mean, they had like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Jericho. Who else was in that match? RVD, Kane, and Booker T. Didn't RVD blow up both his knees in that match? I don't Is, think he did, but did, okay, did I, he I know he, top, he injured do, Triple H. Did he get on top of the pod and yeah. do the, he blew up both knees doing that? Oh, really? Yes. They had well, that's that's, that's, that's amazing. On him. Well, I mean, it should be amazing. He blew up both knees to do well, it. Well, he also, he also <laughs> I think he crushed uh, Triple H's larynx when he did that, too. He messed up and Triple H was injured the rest of the match. Well, but that's a great match. It's really, really good. Like it, it, it's underplayed how good that elimination chamber is. And then the the one with Goldberg the, the next year was really good, but nothing since then's been that. Is that <laughs> the one where Triple H like sat and he came out like number yes. six, and yeah, then he yes. literally did nothing but hit him yes. with a sledgehammer? Yep. Face. Yes, because Ric Flair uh, slid that shit in. Was it? I thought it was Orton. I can't remember. Maybe out there cheating, man. Evolution was awesome. Um, so we're gonna get into a couple no, of it was, questions. It was Ric Flair. Like Orton was in the match when Orton got eliminated, and then Flair uh, at the end when it was just Goldberg and Triple Slipped H, to Triple H slipped it to him when he was about to get speared, and then he ended up eating a fucking sledgehammer and getting pinned. Yeah, I guess. So uh, we're gonna go into a couple of our questions from our Wrestling Square Circle Facebook group. If you're not a member yet, make sure you guys sign up and always remember: don't come kicking that fuck shit, or else you will become four. Um, so, uh, Nicholas Shane Guerrero asks, um, if we had to predict who would win the Money in the Bank this year, who are we taking? And Money in the Bank is a SmackDown exclusive show. Are you serious? That's what yeah. I'm hearing. Yep. So, like, raw guys, like, they don't, you know why. They need to bring Because they might have Brock win a belt, and then there ain't gonna be no Money in the Bank around, and he's gonna keep that shit till SummerSlam. So. Oh, you think they're gonna really do that? Of course, he's gonna win, to get brought. He's gonna win the better. Wrestling. He's gonna win the better WrestleMania, and then he'll and then he won't be back until like SummerSlam time. Oh man, oh, that's, that's terrible. Ter- yeah, I didn't. Even Very terrible. That. Holy crap! Very terrible. Maybe Unless he loses the belt the next night. Maybe he'll drop an Extreme Rules. No. Uh, maybe like Extreme Rules is like the next pay per view after WrestleMania. Yeah, he won't be at that. He might. Maybe we don't know. Yeah. Look, we this one we're guaranteeing. How are you gonna keep the telling him till till August? The same way they came to bet on him from Survivor, from SummerSlam to WrestleMania. And that wasn't particularly enjoyable. 
No, they need to have Sammy Zane go over him, Caleb Baldwin. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll get to that. Right. All right, so let's do this. Clean, right? right? Clean. Over, okay, let's do this. In a squash? Since, hell of a kick. Yeah. All right, since, what, 2014, 2013, like, every year, like, we know that Brock is guaranteed for at least three three events. There's the Rumble, WrestleMania, and SummerSlam. He's also guaranteed six minutes. And he does, like, so, one other one. So he'll do, like, one of the pay-per-view, and then, Maybe like, he'll two. do, like, he'll do the house show deal. So, like, last year it was Survivor Series. The year before that it was uh, Hell in a Cell. The year before that it right. was Night of Champions. He right. did Battleground one year, too. Yeah, and he did Extreme Rules one year, too, in 2012. Yeah. Yeah, but that's his he first also time. He also did That was his very first time back. So that was like right. That was rather right estimated. So that might as well no, have I'm been talking about the Triple H match. Yeah, they had that cage match. That's yeah. right. I forgot about yep. that. So like, wait, I don't no, think we can. Here's the thing, though, about that. He only did that year, that 2013 year. He only did. He showed up at Royal Rumble, and I think he beat the hell out of either Mark Henry or Big Show because he does that every single show. show. Yeah. So did that, and then he showed up at um at WrestleMania, and then he showed up at Extreme Rules, and then he didn't show back up until two thousand until like. CM Punk time. Right. And then he wasn't seen the rest of the year. Yeah, but they got... They, I, I just, like... Yeah. So, basically, uh, like, we know now, now he has four, four pay-per-view dates. I, I mean, that title's already a joke, yeah, so a, if they want to even make a it more title, of a joke... but, man, holy crap, Raw without a world champion for that long when, during a brand split is terrible. Yep. I mean, Raw's terrible anyway, but... Yeah, three hours is... Three hours for the split roster. Yep. Um, I don't think... Did we talk about Samoa Joe at all? No. No, we didn't really talk about Raw. We're going to get to him in a minute. Wait, we didn't even say who we thought was going to win money in the bank at all. Yep. We ignored it. Because yep. we were just talking about we like, how bad this whole... I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say maybe it's this guy's time. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, he's going to... He turned heel, and by that time he can you know build some momentum up and maybe steal a world title this year. Could be. Um... One pick that I'll make, just uh, maybe the Miz. You know, not that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I mean, WWE likes to just redo shit. They redo stuff, and you know, at this point, if you win the Money in the Bank, you're basically going to win the World Championship. I think he's probably ready for another World Title run. Dude, he's not drawing a dime. Like I understand, he's <laughs> awesome. He's not drawing shit. Who draws nowadays, anyways? John Cena, thing. John Cena, yeah. AJ Styles, The New Day, Brock Lesnar, um, Dean Ambrose when he's in the main event. I think that they. Well, I'm just. Hey, that's my pick, Miz. Whatever. <laughs> Miz, um, Miz, Miz is gonna win, and at some uh, point in life, they're gonna push the Ascension. Yeah. <laughs> push, push them out the company. Yeah. <laughs> Shove. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll push these pink slips across the table to your dumbass. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you said Ziggler. He said Miz. Oh, my God. You about to say it, ain't Corbin. You? Oh, my God. I thought about that. They could They could easily do Corbin. Because Corbin, because what's going to happen is, because what's going to happen is, Corbin's not going to be over. Shocker. He's going to be having these bad matches. Shocker. And they're going to be like, well, we got to do something to get, to, get him to, the, to get him to the main event without having to seem like, we, you know, we basically force it down our throat. Oh, we'll just have him win the, you know, we'll have him win the, the, the Bro, shit. If Baron Corbin, well, okay, they can do this. 
I was gonna say, there's in no Washington way he can go into SummerSlam as the champion. And watch no him cash in on AJ or some shit like that. Or oh somebody my that gosh! Watch, watch. If he won't, he won't dare cash in on no John Cena. Right. Hell no, that'll never happen. It'll probably be Bray Wyatt. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. But speaking of of them, <laughs> look, look at that, look at that strong conviction. It'll probably be Wyatt. You think so? I don't know. No. <laughs> If, if they're going to make that an exclusive and they're going to have these split, they need to bring King of the Ring back and do that over on, on Raw. Raw. And give the winner a title shot at SummerSlam. Absolutely. Yeah. I love King of the Ring. Same here. Um, let's see what other questions we got on here. You know, they probably got rid of me like, well, that means we got to beat up this many people. And then, like, dude, you keep having all these elimination matches and all this other shit. You beat people. You beat, pe- uh, you beat five people all the time. Who gives a shit? Just run it. Uh, so, a question from Caleb Baldwin. Uh, where do you see Sami Zayn at on the WrestleMania card? Of course, I'm asking this question. Do I see him on the card? Where do you, where see, do you him? see him? Do I see him on the card? <laughs> do I see Sami Zayn getting any match of any sort on this WrestleMania card? Of course, he's going to have a match. With who? With like 40 other guys in the fucking Andre Battle Royal. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> where it's going to be. He's going to be in the Battle Royal. Like, oh, man. Nobody cares about it. Like, this WWE. Nobody cares if you're the most talented, if you're one of the five most talented guys in the company. Fuck you. We, put you, yeah. I mean, we want to put these 50-year-old guys in the ring. Get out of yeah. here, man. You know, the first time I saw him on NXT when he came, I mean, he came in and stormed Cesaro, I was like, holy crap, this guy's going to be bigger than Daniel Bryan. I literally thought no that. Nope. Give me an example of, of how fucked this company, like, the thinking of this company is, right? They put the shield at WrestleMania 30 <laughs> in a fucking triple threat match against the New Age Outlaws and Kane. Not, not, yeah. not 1998 tombstoning um, yeah. Pete Rose at WrestleMania Kane. Killer Kane. We're talking about corporate fucking Kane, right? Yeah. And they had to beat them dudes or whatever because yeah, but, they couldn't find a good, uh, they couldn't build up a real team to beat them. Remember, they may as well put J and J security out there. Just remember, how, <laughs> remember how stoked we all were when that squash took place, though. Yes, like, bro, that thought, shit was like the greatest squash match of all time. Because we thought, like, oh my god, these dudes are gonna really have a match with these old, these old timers. Those are all like Mr. Gun, like those are all like Billy Gunn is still the gun show, literally. But nah, man, you need to, you need to bow down and just take this out of the way. Yeah. And then two, you know, and then like, for the side. They, beat, they beat them dudes out, and then they end up beating the Evolution two, uh, two straight hit reviews, and then you think, oh, okay. And like, well, don't forget, too, that instead of giving us the Wyatts against the Shield at WrestleMania, they did it the month before at Elimination Chamber. Right. And then didn't give us the return match at WrestleMania at all. Yes. So made no sense. Yo, John Cena had to get that match, man. Yeah. Had to. So, you know. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, I I, 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 I see Sami Zayn uh, deep inside of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking talking but so deep, you that, don't even know he's there. Yeah, that man's definitely not getting it, and he's not going to win it either. Of course not. Okay, you know how many guys are going to be in the Battle Royal, Andre Battle Royal that are like should have something to do at WrestleMania, but they're not even going to win the damn thing there's, because there's, they got to get over because they got to get Braun fucking Strowman over. There's so much going on with this WrestleMania that there's no most of the guys are not going to get good spots at all. Speaking of another guy, we got a question from Joe Sabo: Who does Samoa Joe face at WrestleMania? Who now that knows? Joe's been called up to Monday Night Raw, you would think he'd be an important part. You would think of the show. No, these I got a question. Yeah. Okay. Do you see 
what he came out in. He came out in that damn suit. Did you see what they did with him? What they, how they named him up? No. Do you remember when Taz came up to WWF and during the invasion, how he came out in the suit? Oh my gosh, no. They they said they say you boy look like Taz in the suit, bro. Yeah. Well, it was a good thing that Samoa Joe was a big deal. Samoa Joe's worn suits a lot in his career, though. So oh, the main I didn't event care about thing. Like, look, man. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't particularly have an issue with look, it either. Yeah, well, I didn't care. He's in a suit. Like, he's part of the authority. Like, everybody that's ever the authority champion comes on the suit. Even Kevin Owens put that bushy-ass, scraggly beard in a suit. Yeah, in fact, with no tie. Yeah, with no tie. They, they, they love, like, if you're a champion, if you're, like, the new ch- heel champion... Like for the authority, you wore triple black, like black black jacket, black slacks, black shirt, no tie, no undershirt, two buttons unbuttoned, the top two buttons unbuttoned. Like it's, it's like a it starter looked like Randy Orton. Like Randy Orton, it was also uh, Seth Rollins that did that, and and now and then it was also Kevin Owens that did that for like oh two weeks. Oh my gosh! Like That's it's a so thing. Funny. It's a thing. That's so funny. They really need to like stop this <laughs> at some point. You know, we figured it out. Um, Samoa Joe, I, I don't know who he could really fight on Raw. He's, he'll still be a heel. You know what, when I watched the did, match with, what's up? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, it just popped in my head. He's probably not going to wrestle. He's probably going to accompany Triple H to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. disgusting. That's, that is but that's, terrible. Do you think that I'm right? That is, I mean, do you think that there's it's a not out of the realm that, of possibility. That is disgusting to me. It's, disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, it's okay. not out of the realm of possibility. Let's see. Uh, who's, who's available on the Raw roster for him to fight? Valor when he comes back? Could be. Um, they're not going to be on the card, I don't think. Let's see. Uh, Raw roster. He could fight. Nope, can't fight him. Those guys are heels. Uh, I mean, maybe you can fight Cesaro or Sheamus or something like that. Who knows? No, they're, they're probably still being tag. They'd probably still be iron losing to the uh, tag team. They're close. I mean, why not turn Rusev face and have him fight Rusev? That would be so. So Brian awesome. Alvarez talked about this earlier this week and did say that this is just a rumor, but he said that they may put him on SmackDown and say he Cena. was never actually signed to mm-hmm. Raw. Uh huh. Except the fact that, like, yeah, but that was before Monday. Right. When he, when he said that. And now he signed a contract to be on Raw. So he's a Raw guy now. Mm, I guess, the, like, I that guess promo right. deal with Foley and Stephanie beginning of the show, like, he signed the contract. Maybe he fights Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe. Maybe. Maybe we can do that. Maybe between now and then they throw us a curveball and bring someone else in. Like, maybe they bring Finn Balor back. Maybe they call up Shinzuke Nakamura. Or yeah. something like that. It seems like but Nakamura's got to go There's no way they're putting point. both of them on, on Raw. Like, and, 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 and to be honest, like, I always thought, like, Nakamura was going to be down for a little bit longer. And when he did, like, they were going to bring both of those guys to SmackDown. I was shocked when Joe's on Raw. Like, yeah, like, I figured, like, oh, TNA dude put his ass on SmackDown. Yeah. Like, Mickey James put her ass on SmackDown. Uh, I, AJ Styles put his ass on SmackDown. I think Triple H probably wanted him on Raw with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that would be my answer. Same as Amber Samojo. Why not? Yeah, sure. Oh, that would be so. That'd be such a good match. Yeah. So I mean, it'd get like ten minutes. I'm pretty sure I can hit up the YouTube's and and find that match somewhere. I don't think they (laughs) wrestled. 
El Generico again. I don't think Samoa Joe's you ever can, wrestled. You can Google it. Yeah. I'm like 90% positive they never wrestled. Okay. I because mean, because Joe was on an exclusive TNA contract the whole time Generico was uh, on the indies. Generico never came to TNA. And when, uh, when Joe was in Ring of Honor and doing the indie thing, I don't think Generico was big yet. I don't think he. I don't think they wrestled. Now Generico's in New York. Like they never even wrestled at a PWG. No, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I'm like pretty certain they've never wrestled in any capacity. Well, if you guys can find out um, if those folks wrestled, uh, please leave it in the comments in the uh, Facebook uh, in the Facebook group, uh, the Wrestling Square Circle. But yeah, that's. Those are all our questions for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with, you know, a post-elimination sh- chamber show. Uh, Don't you think it's weird to like... Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. They wrestled on NXT last year a bunch of times. That's right. And one of the matches... Actually, they were all good matches. They were all on TV. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. See? They and did I, wrestle. And I, they I, I, that, that he mentioned it, I like immediately thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, because I meant to watch those because I, you know, I don't watch NXT on TV. I only yeah. watch the Hangovers. Only watch your big shows, brother. Um, <laughs> so should I like go back and delete that whole person? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. You, can, you can make me look stupid. I don't care. Come on, man. We're doing this on top of our head. Yeah. I mean, you can't just all have, you know. I mean, if they want to fight us, you know, they could. You know, I they know what right to what to catch everything. us. You know, only some things like the ascension. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's gonna wrap up the show this week. Um... You guys got anything else to add before we get up out of here? The young boy, baby. The young boy. Young boy, Josh Smith. (laughs) All right, y'all. We out of here. Later. Peace.